0: This episode is brought to you by Blizzard. Play Diablo 4 free during the open beta weekend. Only you can stand in the way of the forces of hell. Play free March 24th to 26th and pre-purchase for early access. Journey through the entire first act. Battle up to level 25 as all five classes. Adventure with your friends in four-player co-op. Descend into hell early during the open beta. Pre-purchase Diablo 4 now.
2: Everybody, Divots and Pivots, episode 24. If you're here for the Barbasol Open, like I was, <laughs> or if you're here for the Scottish Open, whichever one, because we study two different things this week, because that's how we do. We pivot on weird weeks like this. You're in the right place, because we're here to have you covered with all the latest golf news, all your picks for either uh, tournament you want to play. And check out the new background, ladies and gentlemen. It's a work in progress. Don't judge it too harshly just yet, as I okay. out Hey.
0: <laughs> It's not a work in progress, it's a work of art.
2: Hey, I like that. This is going to be a work of art right here at some point soon, so just stay tuned for that. Keep watching if you want to see what that is. But Bud, we've already heard your voice. What's going on, my man? As
0: usual, (laughs) Bud, as usual, you stepped on my intro. How are you now that you've let yourself... I'm doing fantastic, man, and I got to tell you, what a time to be a Brit. What a time to be an Englishman or an Englishwoman or whatever you want to call yourself, because... La- they just celebrated the hundred, the centennial of Centre Court at Wimbledon. Um, yeah. If you're a sports person, if you're a tennis person at all, it's just cool when any kind of monumental moment comes right on top of, or on the heels of the Queen's whatever jubilee they had to invent because yeah. nobody's ever been in office for seventy five years. <laughs> now we've got the the Scottish the Scottish Open at the Renaissance, which is becoming this new premier event. This week's field is the strongest DP World Tour field they've ever had by golf world golf rankings and then next week it's it's the it's not the british don't don't get your ass kicked uh, it is the Olympic championship at st andrews it's 150th uh and better yet jordan spieth got dq'd from a pro-am this week so everything over on everything fun is happening across the pond um sure is. things are happening on this side of the pond and it depends on where you are in your own pond whether or not you're having fun but we're having a blast here on belly up uh but i will tell you what one thing that's yes. kind of pissing me off about the Scottish Open.
2: What is pissing you? I mean, should I say, what is slicing bud? Right out the gate, he comes firing everybody.
0: <laughs> Man, that intern's kicking ass there. Um, <laughs> the litigiousness of society has crept into golf. Yes. In in when I say litigiousness, uh, it's a word that means legal. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's that kind of an adjective. Sorry. I just, you know, I had to remind myself, I just spit it out, but the <laughs> litigiousness of society is creeping into golf and it started back. I actually blamed the Rocky series. If you remember at the end of Rocky five, uh, Tommy Morrison, he finally gets his ass kicked and sly looks or Rocky looks at the Don King, you know, supposedly stand in for the, the, the series touch me and I'll sue and Rocky rightfully. So slugs the shit out of him. Sure. Uh, pardon me, pardon me for, for the kids in the room. But ever since then, like I, man, I, when I taught middle school, I taught in a great middle school. It was was a lot of fun. You see a lot of things teaching middle school. Middle schoolers are better than cable TV. Um, They're too old to be cute, too young to be cool. And they're impressionable. So they're a lot of fun to watch. But the amount of times I would even mockingly hear, Oh, I'm going to sue. I'm going to sue. I'm going to sue. And I'm just thinking to myself, (laughs) Oh my God. And look, I mean, without without going into that corner of the world, even elections, you know, before an election happens, you hear people saying there's already these legal challenges. So anyways, everybody goes there. And guess what? Ian Poulter went there. Leave it to Ian Poulter. Now, I was on the inside until now. He did go to the live tour and he was being diplomatic. And I guess he still is being diplomatic by going to the courts. Um, But I almost want to be like, I mean, that's kind of like having to sue to go to your own prom. Right. It's it's like you got it, you know, you were voted out by the class. No, that's actually bullying. Well, but no, the no, point no, being, he, him chose,
2: and he, he chose to leave.
0: Exactly. There he's you go. To, he's he trying he to have leave.
2: his cake and eat it too. And I'm sorry, my man. That's not how it's going to work.
0: Uh, so, well, it is going to work. They are going to yeah. eat cake uh, this week. Let them eat cake, says the court. <laughs> and, and here's the thing I know. I know what I know and I know what I don't. And I don't know the law here in America or overseas. I just know that he went to a court. I don't know yes. if it was Scotland, England, or some sort of universal sports tribunal that they have over there. But he went to court and he sued to get in. Now, good for him, um, the the quote-unquote journalist in me would love to see – I'm not a journalist. I just kind of say that in jest because I do like to convey information. But anyways, the yes. journalist in me would love to see him win. Now, after a story like that, right? Like you sue to sure. get in. I belong. Come on, man. Um, but Billy, the Billy Horschel in me wants to tell him to go pound sand, and I've got from the look on your face, I got to ask, did you see what Billy Horschel's comments about Liv were? And then we're gonna pivot back to uh, what we need to be.
2: I'm not sure I saw Billy Horschel specifically. I saw some other comments out there. Uh, So Billy Ho,
0: Billy Ho came out, and first of all, before this moment, I was uh, a Billy hater because he's a Florida Gator, but. (laughs) But, uh, the bigger person in me, he's won me over. It took him time, but he's been trying for a while and I'll credit where credit's due. He kind of came out and said, I'm sick of this, man. He's like, there's people behind closed doors who've been talking crap and they're, they've been lying and two-faced and I'm not just going to sit here and be diplomatic about it anymore. And you know what? Shouts to him, the high road, the high road gets lonely. But then when you look around and you realize you're not alone, you can finally speak up. And he's kind of like, sure. wait a minute, hold on, hold on. I'm not the only one who feels like this. All right, fine. And- I do think it wasn't out of any cowardice that he hasn't said anything. I think it was genuinely his his gentlemanly nature. I mean, the guy still wears saddleback sure. shoes, and like plastic foot joy, everything. I love his well, style. And he,
2: probably, and he probably knows his place within the PGA Tour as well, where it's Dude. like, you know, we're seeing Justin Thomas, we're seeing Rory being like the two main guys who's, whose comments are in the news who are getting taken, like, and rightfully so. They are the kind of the leaders of the the new era of golf. Billy Horschel's not like on that level to where, like, he's a if seasoned he comes, guy. Yeah, he's a seasoned guy, but he doesn't yeah. have that same public pull where if he goes out there and says something, it's going to grab attention and, and hit as hard, like
0: like you know Rory. Who, to use kind of a military – actually, no, forget that because I don't want to piss <laughs> off any of the vets or active duty. Be like, actually, you know, really more be like um, – but to use kind of like a – I don't know. He is a seasoned vet, and I don't mean veteran sure for that. I mean, he's been out there a while, and he, like you said, he knows his place. Um, He is deferring to maybe younger people who have more impact and he's picking his moments. And and I think that's the, that's the point. It's like, it's not, not that it's not his place, but like you said, he kind of recognized the moment he read the room and this was the time for him to finally be like, enough's enough. Like, and I think he's kind of like, why, why are we still talking about this? Best was, um, there's two things. And this is the, the coda to my, what a time to be a Brit. You know, we opened with all the, (laughs) all the positive and here's, and here's the cherry on top. Paul Casey just went to the live tour. I know. So. I was going to bring hey. it yes, <laughs> So this this brings me to my next thing. Russell Knox comes out today. Uh, Scottish guy. Was it Russell Knox? I got to look up who it was. We'll look it up. We'll look it up live. Um, I think it was actually we got to find out. Russell Knox. Yeah, Somebody came out. Right out Russell Knox. Yes. Okay. Russell Knox okay. Ryder Cup. He finally came out and he was like, you know what? Maybe this is all good. Maybe uh, maybe it's good that these kind of guys who are on their way out. Oh, the old boys hanging on for dear life. That's what he called them. But, (laughs) but I mean, he's got a point, right? It's kind of like, Hey, look who's over there. Look at the average age. Look at the average world golf ranking. And I, I, I point to the whole sustainability model in the sense of Mm -hmm. you do have to have an X factor. You have to have an, it, you have to have something extra to play for. I would much rather watch the corn fairy tour and these guys playing for a buck 50 on the dollar yeah. Uh, but they're playing for a tour card. And we kind of have a frame of reference. This is the, the the thing that pisses all of us off. And I say us being, um, I would say my generation. And and I'll, I'll lump in my the Xers that, that are in my family tree. Uh, <laughs> and actually going all the way back to my grandfather who worked a warship in the Pacific. Sure. There's no such thing as a free lunch. Nothing's guaranteed. And to think that you can go shoot 80-80 or 80-84 like 80 uh, Ogletree did or whatever the heck his name is and be guaranteed eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars is kind yeah. of sickening and and, and there is so kind he, of a he
2: it, shot eight over per round
0: <laughs> it well there's a funny there I, I actually retweeted I don't tweet much but a PGA <laughs> Twire or whatever it's a, one of the meme parody accounts yeah they, yeah. they They said that uh, was it Live Tour renegotiated their contract with Phil Mickelson, and he's now going to make a million dollars for every round he shoots under par, saving the league two hundred or one hundred ninety nine million dollars. And it's like, oh, (laughs) but but it it does. I think that's why this is no different than if we asked all these people to get hyped about you and I going out to our local muni and playing for fifty bucks. Our our spouses may come if they're not busy. You know, you, know so you never
2: know. I was, I was going to say maybe, maybe,
0: but I, but for us to expect that people to give a rat's rear that that is coming from a couple of hypocrites who may or may not in their first weekend of September venture out to uh, the international and, and see, and see them live again, no different than if the County fair is close enough and I'm not busy, I'll mm-hmm. go, but it's not a, it's not something you're going to plant your flag in. And I don't feel bad for these guys. Cause the, the, the other thing Russell Knox did say was, Guys like DJ, he said it. I, I'm doing this for my family. I'm doing this for longevity. Yeah. I'm at peace with my decision. I'm not trying to grow the game other than, you know. And so it, it, does, it does. It's like I'm with and Billy Ho.
2: Makes, and it makes sense. The amount of money they're getting, like they can set their families up. They can spend more time with the family. Like I get that. That's I, why now I also, that part I do get. Patrick Green. Yeah, Patrick, I got that. I'm not a big Patrick Reed fan, but he said that. I said, oh, yeah, okay. I texted you. I said, yeah, I think that, yeah. that makes game a lot of sense.
0: Game, but, game respects game.
2: But like JT said this week too, he came out and said just – he said, I have more respect. They would just come out and say I'm doing it for the money. Like just man up and do it. Just say it. I'm here for the money. <laughs> Don't so, sugarcoat it with uh, you know, all this other stuff. Like, You just want the money, and, that, and that's fine. That's your prerogative. That's your decision. It's all good. And, and the thing uh, –
0: Phil, you know, he made some allusions in his interview with Shipnuck about the PGA Tour sitting on this boatload of money. And he was right. They had all this money. They probably did have it stockpiled for a threat or for an emergency such as, okay, you're going to try to buy our talent. We do see that some of it's going that the the gravitas is still there. So they know that they don't have to go all out. But they were like, all right, now's the time. Let's do it. These are going to be 20 million dollar events. These are going to be for the only the top fit. Like they just went and rolled it out. And it's kind of like, Greg, you showed your hand. What else you got? Mm -hmm. Because there's rumors now that the same outfit is going to propose um, a women's league next year. And and it's same model, same, everything, same format, same money.
2: See, now that's something that could, I think my gut, you say that my gut thing that could actually help grow the women's game.
0: Like, yeah. Like, but why, but why is it more palatable? To those who, to the, by the way, to those who have a strong feeling, I, I, this is all kind of an academic exercise for me because, yeah, yeah, this is right. all this like care. fresh do right.
1: pay attention
2: to. Yeah, but the, but I mean, look, the more people watch the men than the women. I don't agree yeah. that that should be the case because there's plenty of women who can compete with the men. Like it's it's, it's just separate. But the tour well, golf, is just as talented. And it can be just golf, as entertaining.
0: But golf's the, golf, the unique golf's unique in the sense that it it's the only sport around where you do have you know any other sport put them get them side by side and there are going to be very now in in golf people would say length right yes well that could be true and that could not be true i mean look at look at the country club the country club's all of seven thousand yards and it handed these boys their rear ends now i can tell you right now those ladies out there you say all you got to do is hit spots i say all you got to do there's some lengthy holes but at the same time They've got game like you. par is the par is is the opponent. And so that's the, that's the interesting part. They're going to try to maybe do some crossover events. They're going to
2: try to maybe do some co-ed stuff. So that that would be cool. I think that that's look, this is, they have some fantastic ideas, right? I've said that from the the beginning to to liven up the game, to bring this, this new style. They are making some mistakes though. Did I remember that they were going to be in Portland last week? No. no, did I realize they were in Portland like midway through Saturday? Yeah, did I watch? No, they're missing an opportunity to really. I don't want to. It's not to the point where it's step on the neck of PGA Tour, but because they're not like over the PGA Tour. But you know, what? they have an opportunity to grab a share of the market and run with it while it's fresh. And this is where other leagues like the XFL, like the USFL, have failed in the past. Or no, not the USFL. The, the other football, the, what was that? The AFL that came back like a year or two ago. Like, XFL. Well, no, not the. it was the XFL, and then there was
0: another. USFL uh, came out like came back. I think they were, they were actually well, playing this spring.
2: Yeah, they were, they were playing this spring, but there was another one before. It was like the AF, AAFL or something, whatever. That's what these leagues. Oh yeah, there was
0: a spring. There was a spring league because I was living in Gainesville, Florida. I think when they announced yeah. it, people were like, "What? There's gonna be pro football in the swamp?" And I was like, "I don't care, Gator." Gator.
2: it unfolded in after the one season because of money. Money's not an Whoa. issue with the Live Tour, so they have this opportunity where the one thing that always makes these leagues fa- these leagues fail is money. They have the money solved, but now they're, they're kind of failing at the the marketing aspect of it. I think because they're not grabbing the
0: hype i'm gonna go back to the products not appealing i don't want to watch golf with no stakes well and it's, so, you're right it does so feel it, like it's, it's it's just i mean it's even deeper than because what you pointed out was you know we think that their products were successful and they simply ran out of money the yeah. inverse of that could be true which is if they had a sound business model then the attention would have driven money you know it's it, yeah. it, it is an interesting idea in in the sense of Liv mm-hmm. is proposing things that, again, already moved the needle. We talked about those, those events that they're doing, uh, that the purses are going to be jacked up to 20 million in, in invitational yeah. status. Part of another uh, strategic alliance was was uh, renewed, I guess they called it, with the DP World Tour, the PGA Tour. And that's where this week's Renaissance Open, um, brought to you by Genesis. It's the Genesis, Genesis Scottish yes. Open at Renaissance. Sorry. It's at the Renaissance Club. Uh, oh, wow. You're laughing at me. All right, Barbersall. <laughs> <laughs> he, we get on the we get on the pre-show. He's like, "Wait a minute, are they playing the? Are you talking about the barbasol?" I was like,
2: no, no. Sir. I studied so, for the barbasol. And I was like, "Maybe we might as well have skipped you this studied, week because there was you little- studied for
0: you studied for the gym midterm." I studied for yes. calculus. No, uh, <laughs> that's actually not true at all. First of all, Chris Godderup is going to be a fun guy to watch uh, after Chris his
2: crushed it for us last week on this guy's lineup.
0: Yeah, we're going to do a quick recap of last week here in a minute. And and the long and short of it is basically um, we're tied, but he has a 170 point lead because he didn't submit a lineup two weeks ago. So we started fresh last week.
2: Yes. And the long and short of it is that I just whooped ass last week.
0: Yeah, so you not, did have a good week. just
2: And not just, I'm not against you, but look, if you listen to the show last week and you played Chris Cotter up and you played, look, Lucas, Lucas Glover was my miss. I do stand by, though, if he had made the, if he had made the cut. He missed it by one stroke. He had the one bad first round, but he showed up second round with a five under round, which is much more like I expected him to play. If he had made that cut, I think it could have been a lot different. I think he could have he wouldn't have won, but I wouldn't have been surprised if he had another like three under, two under round after that on the weekend.
0: And that's exactly why the live tour will never be able to catch on the way that, because there's no place for Chris Goddard. Well, let's listen, listen. Chris Goddard probably got an offer from live. Uh, Pearson. Was it P, uh, Pearson Cootie? Who? It, guys well,
1: Pearson,
0: Pearson Cootie, who is a corn fairy tour guy, Texas mm-hmm. Longhorn won the NCAA won, uh you know, one, just won the corn fairy tour. His, his grandfather won the masters and he said he was offered an absurd amount of money to go. And his whole thing was like, well, I, you know, I want to earn it. There's, yeah. There and so it I mean it's the retirement tour. That's what it is. It's 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 turning into this uh, kind of not necessarily champions tour because I mean yeah. again Paul Exhibit A Paul Casey. Paul Casey um, does not
2: qualify for champions yet? But <laughs> Exhibit
0: B Exhibit B is Chase Kepka. But um <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I mean like honestly yeah, it yeah. is what it is. It's exhibitions it's they're missing the effect. The product's not there and so if the product's not there and the marketing sucks, you can have as much money as you want and you can't just keep pumping out chicken shit and expecting people to order chicken salad. Eventually you got to change the menu. Yes. And I think they will. I think that they, if they, because they have deep enough pockets they'll let it run a couple of years and then they'll just pull it and they'll say, all right, grandfathered mm-hmm. in are these players moving forward, signing bonuses are set at X um, yeah. and there will be cuts or there, you know, or the, what they'll do is they'll do a 54 whole event and then they'll do some sort of like, super nine on sunday where they do like sunday morning nine hole blitz for an extra one million per yeah like they'll 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 come up with something
2: they've already been able to come up with what they've come up with but i think what you said is you don't like was was very important you you don't want to you're not interested in watching something without stakes and that's what to me the live tour feels like you're going out and watching your charity tournament scramble which is fun. I'd rather watch a charity is, tournament scramble. Well, like that's the thing; those those are fun. They are fun for what they are, but it's not like entertainment TV driven content. And,
0: <laughs> and I don't think that they've got the product they do in the sense of like, oh, you know, golf's evolving, golf's changing. Listen, yes. the party, the party aspect. You know, I saw uh, somebody posting Greg Norman pouring beer off the like a lounge <laughs> uh, or a ledge to some fans, and he's like, "Golf needs to be more fun." I'm like, "It's called the waste management." Like, boom, there. what what else you got? Well, we need a team aspect. It's called the Zurich in New Orleans. And we can introduce another one. I can guarantee you that they can take the 3M or the John Deere, which the John Deere was just good golf. That's the other thing. It It was good golf. (laughs) It's not – I want to see pain when somebody misses the cut by one, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So that being said, goes back to live tour is not going to – they're going to hang around. I mean, obviously, you never say never. I don't think that they're going yeah. to achieve their stated goal. And I do think that a lot of these players, Graham McDowell came out and said it this week. I wish I would have kept my mouth shut and just played golf. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't think he meant, I wish I wouldn't have gone to live. I think he meant, I wish I would have peacocked the way I did, which was yeah. probably the company line, though. Like, hey, man, you, you, we, well, just you 10, we just doing, him, Yeah. Dude. Well, and here's $10 million. Go say how much you love me publicly. All right, yeah, that is what happens when you make those kind of contracts. These guys aren't just going to play eight rounds of golf a year or whatever eight times three. what is that
2: oh. F- 24 24 yeah Jeez. you're not just going i was gonna th- say 27 that's how bad you, my math you don't <laughs> think
0: you don't think that some saudi prince who has a high stake in the investment capital firm is going to have a nephew who wants to have a golf outing with one of these guys now exactly. they might but here's the thing they also might have signed contracts saying sure i'll do eight of those a year i do them anyways for my corporate sponsors you know sure. so there, there's more of it to consider um i think one of the biggest Funny moments was from a, um, and I'm not going to call him out by name because I don't want the the dozens of people watching to 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 pile on this guy. But if yeah. you're on the Twitter sphere, there's a there's a well known golf journalist, and he's a wonderful guy. Does great. I say wonderful guy. Let me put that different way his stuff is wonderful to read and follow and he's very good, but he made a comment that was an oopsie and he got called out and he just ate crow. He said something like, it's great to see, you know, high level talented, professional golf come back to the state of Oregon for the first time since like the sixties or seventies. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. And, and somebody, got, ev- he, somebody he immediately pointed. right away. <laughs> well, and then I read down and he's like, uh, air me like, Flat out, air me. Sorry about that. Absolutely yep. right. I just derped
2: on that, and that's yeah, my. He uh, crow, and he was done with it. It was, and it passed on, and we were good to go. But
0: that was—it was a good reminder of where we are, though. I think in society that—that that he did pause, he had to pause because yep. you know, because and you had to just go ah. I didn't mean it like it sounded and he probably should have just said I think all he said was I should have specified the mail game. Like you're right. 100% yes. right and I'm like good. That's what we're looking for. Anyway, speaking of the mail game again, cuz yes. that's that's the expertise that expertise. That's air quotes. DP World Tour, PGA Tour Scottish, open. Scottish this is the, open. This is the first time it's been co-sanctioned by the two and six days ago that they unfolded their 13 year agreement on their strategic alliance. And part of it is 10, the top 10 finishers of the DP world tour are going to be able to earn PGA tour cards now that don't already have them. So there's a little, and, but the, uh, the DP world tour CEO came out and said, we're not a feeder tour, damn it. And it's like, no. <laughs> I mean, I do. I did see 17 articles say that, but I get his point in the sense of like, no, it's just providing opportunity because they're, you know, I don't know if the inverse is true. Speaking of Patrick Reed, did you know he has an honorary lifetime
2: membership to the DP World Tour? I did not know that. How did he get that?
0: uh he he was one of the first kind of American guys to in the last ten years to go over there and play a lot. look at his history he He okay. went over there a lot in the last few years. That's also part of the thing I get what patrick reed's saying he had He averaged something like thirty four worldwide starts in the last ten years. yeah uh, so he's he wants gone... to with kids. yeah, I still don't like him, and I still wish he would have never sure. won the choker. But um, his re- his reasons are sound. His logic is there, and uh, but that's an interesting thing to follow. Follow that story too, because as the courts play out, that was the big beef. It's like, wait a minute, you can't just say you can't drop the hammer like us. There's different rules, rights, regulations over here, and that's what they're going to let play out. Um, I got a feeling these appeals folks are going to be like, you know what? Actually, come to think of it, it's no different than X, and they're going to make some analogy and say let the let the band stand. Sure. Uh, <laughs> But Patrick Reed has a quote unquote lifetime membership. Will that be revoked? Is Phil's lifetime membership revoked right now, or is it just suspended indefinitely? These are all going to be uh, top water. Tomorrow.
2: That's the muddy water that uh, would change the course of history of, of golf a little bit, I feel like.
0: Nay, mankind.
2: <laughs> Nay, mankind. <laughs> I love it. Sorry. I, all I, right. Sorry. I had to move my. I had to if I looked like I was distracted. I had to move my monitor up here because my camp with this new set of my cameras here, and I felt like I was looking down because okay. I wanted to look at Bud's face as he talks. So it's great. Podcast now I have the monitor right here, the cameras here. We're good to go. <laughs> that's that was that was great. So
0: if you're listening on the pod, as the kids would say, Andrew yes. is now framed by a lime green outline, which is gorgeous. It accents the green shirt he's wearing very, very well. Um, Plan better next time. Uh, my lighting, my lighting looks like I was put on by a mortician. So we're good. The, uh, let's get to the, let's get to the topic du jour. Two things. A Piper in the clutch. Thank you so much. Shouts all day. Hashtag divpiv. DIV PIV 10% off. Tell them bud sent you, um, fantasy national boys and girls. Thank you so much for setting up the barbersol for, for Andrew. He is well (laughs) prepared for his exam. um, I don't have. Here is the thing. I actually texted. Drew, I almost called you, Drew. You do texted, almost just uh, call me, Drew. I, uh, one my of my best friends. Me. <laughs> one of my best friends is named Drew, and he actually runs a camp in Maine. Let me say, let me rephrase that. He works at a camp in Maine. Eventually, one day, wants to run it. Um, okay, okay. And I th- and I think he will. Here is to you, Drew. One more shout out before we before we actually get into business. Depending on when you are watching this, it's my wife's birthday. Happy birthday, oh, Allie. Man, I love no. you. Thank you so much for um, putting the, the kid to bed while I could come out into here do and do this. So I love you. For real, though, to so uh, all,
2: all of us podcasters, all of us content creators, there is usually a woman behind who is supporting. Partner, a partner behind. A partner. Sorry, you're right. A partner behind. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't slap yourself. Come on. I'm being snotty. Oh, I know. I know. A partner behind us who supports us all the way. So, yes, huge birthday shout out to your wife. I love that
0: yeah for sure so and it's tomorrow so it's july 6th depending on when you're seeing this what are you flicking at some bugs there (laughs) there was a very big spider i'm actually trying to compose myself right now arachnophobia was one of my biggest like movie fears my mom decided it was a good idea for a fifth grader to watch it Um, (laughs) the thing that stuck with me was john goodman john goodman steals it he's the only reason to watch it again he's a wonderful guy wonderful guy because i know him all right where do you you want to start No, I said, I wish I, I said, oh. like, like, like I know him. Where I was going
2: to say, like... you, just, you just slide in that, you know, John Goodman. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We'll forget the rest of the show. What? <laughs> but
0: no, no, no. I said, wish. he's a great, he's, mentor, a, great, he's yeah. a great, he's a
2: great guy. Like I know him. Uh,
0: yes, where yes, would you yes. like to start, sir? Do you want to, do you want to give the, do you want to give the fans a buzz through the Barbasol? Um, it would be an, yeah, it would, would be educational to me. What did you learn? Where are they?
2: Um, what is Barbasol? Um <laughs> Barbasol, but the but all, uh, so here's what you need to know about Barbasol. There it's, we it's, go. Give us it's what it's we fairly, need It's fairly simple, and let me reorganize here my rankings. It's fairly simple. Um, Chris Goderop, the gem of last week, is priced at ten thousand three hundred in this tournament, which just tells you everything you need to know about the field for the Barbasol. Uh, it's a ball striker strokes gained approach and a putter type of tournament this week uh, for that one. So you're gonna want the, those ball strikers fairways are pretty wide open you're not gonna have much of um, rough coming into play is it as far as it being uh, what to call as far as it being um, kind of devastating to end it it's not gonna it's not gonna punish you too much so right. should be some low scores should be uh, if you put it on the green if you can put it within two putts you should be good to go so I'm looking at ball strikers putting strokes gained approach par fives and birdies or better gained and what you get with I'm gonna quickly give it my top 10 because we're gonna move on to the more well the, the tournament that most people are going to be playing and researching this week, which is not the barbersol. so my quick top 10 here is Julie uh, sorry I don't wanna, don't want to mispronounce this Julian Surrey, Chris Goderup, Robert Garrigus, Chesin Hadley, Doc Redmond. So Doc Redmond is in a. Hey. He's only priced at 7300 in this field, which is a shocker uh, considering the field and considering how good of a ball striker he is and the PGA um, experience he has. This could be one that Dark Redman shows up at and, and, uh, and c- it can really do something to us. So I love Doc Redman. He, he comes in fifth on my rankings. Uh, Adam Sven- Svensson at 9800 is someone I've loved all year. Uh, Hank Lee Yoda, Justin Lauer, Mark Hubbard, and rounding at the top ten, David Lingmarth is who I have for you for the Barber Cell Open. And bottom line is there is guys in the 6K range, 7K range, 9K, 8K, 10K range in that top 10. You can probably build a whole lineup at that top 10 right there.
0: I love it. And here's the thing about the Barbasol Open. It's another one of those weeks where I, like, I, similar to last week, where don't try to outsmart yourself. Everybody in your top 10, everybody in your top 10, I have heard of, or there's a frame (laughs) of reference for, ergo, they are kind of the, they are kind of the creme de la creme this week. They are the, 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 the folks who, if anything, experience might shine through. But like yep. you said, the course is set up where it's not going to damage you too bad. It's not like you have to hack it out of the rough or bogeys in play automatically. You can move it, and I like to move it.
2: Um, As I move my camera, because I didn't, did not oh, realize that <laughs> Sorry, where was I going with this? Oh, stroke
0: scan approach and putting. So scan, yes. it, 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 don't, don't try to outsmart yourself. Look for whoever's on a heater down there. Um, mm-hmm. This is another one of those weeks where somebody's going to probably break through and get their, get their first win because they're lean and hungry and they know that it's not as competitive as it normally would be. I say Ooh. that with a huge, huge, huge amount of humility, knowing how hard – I yeah, personally, knowing how hard. I don't know if you heard, but I just missed the cut by two. Uh, yeah. But, no, it, it's, it's a – damn, it's a hard thing to do. And the fact yes, that these yeah. guys are as close as they are, um, I, I don't think anybody – looking back at history goes, Oh, wait a minute. What was your, what you want on the PGA tour? Oh, it was a Barbasol. Oh, okay. Nobody's looking at it like that. Yeah. When's the last time you cashed a Millie for playing a couple rounds of golf?
2: So, well, and I think you you nailed it perfectly is that, you know, someone's going to get drive the guys who are on a heater in a term like this. We started last week with JT post and he came in hot, he was riding hot in the model so and he crushed it.
0: I didn't follow my own advice. Don't, I was I said last week, you know, run the numbers and trust them. And he was number one in the model. And I passed yep. on him trying to think like like a dark horse. And I got <laughs> trampled by a horse. Look, uh, three so guys in F- my
2: top 10 finished in the top 10. So I don't
0: want to hear about you and three dudes on Damn. a horse. So, <laughs> I But what I'm trying to
2: say is that someone like Chris Goddard who played great last week uh, – uh yeah. who's price high this week. Probably still going to be a little bit chalky because of the field and because he's getting all the hype right now because of last week. I'd still play him because I think he's going to do say, good.
0: And I would say something to pay attention to the next couple of weeks because next week uh re- next week remember I think it's the uh the bum fuck classic but remember there is the open championship <laughs> going on. That's what we're going to be focused on. Yes. So uh but that being said, another thing to pay attention to, especially as the years continue, is this is a these Barbasol and I think it was the Barracuda Classic It's something next week or Mayacopa or whatever. But they are also kind of allowing DP World Tour players to play in these. So there, there's going to be some mm-hmm. of that cross pollination there. And it's going to be interesting to find, uh, you know, see if anybody does well. From the DP World Tour, or if that even matters, you know a lot of times those, those those tournaments are held at kind of resort style courses that might be a TPC, but at the same time it's much more geared towards vacation and tourists and they're not they're not going to allow it to be taken offline for three months to really beef it up for a tour event so well that's uh, what it would take exactly at, at the end of the day, it still takes a lot to shoot whatever they got to shoot to win but let's get back over on the other side of the pond at the relatively new Renaissance you know I think it opened two thousand seven eight nine. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in that, um, we've already seen a handful of Scottish Opens there. It's quickly becoming uh, well known, especially because of its location nearby is Muirfield, and then another another well known course on the other side of it. So it's right in there, kind of like golf royalty area. And people are even saying, like, should it be maybe kind of the first? Not first, but a course added to the rota, which is a word that we're going to hear. I, yep. That should have been what's slicing me. It's going to slice me for the next week to hear <laughs> rotation, 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 rotation. Why do you have to, the well, rota.
2: Or, or they're just going to steal a page from the fantasy book and just call it the roto. The roto, yeah. Uh, so anyways – Either you know, way, either way I don't store. like it.
0: <laughs> no, but it's a Tom Doak design. It's 7,200 plus. Uh, they can push it back to 7,475 if they really want to. Uh, more of a modern course that has that kind of flexibility and the scuttlebutt on it is it's kind of 75% links. Sorry, there's bugs flying around for everybody on the podcast. (laughs) I was just swatting (laughs) uh, and I I almost hit the microphone. No, but it's 7,200 plus. It's a Tom Doak design. It's challenging. It's 75% link, 20, 25% kind of modern game. And this is a ball strikers, not course. It's a ball strikers country. This is the weather is going to play a factor. I mean, and I'm not even, I'm not going to stray too far from the pack and say what you just said for the Barbasol rings true here in the sense of Mm -hmm. because we're getting into this major mentality again, this is the strongest field in a DP tour world event outside of a major ever. I mean, this is, they're turning this, they're turning this into kind of their own, not players because the players has an identity and a story, but that kind of second, second level tier of tournament saying, you know, this is a world-class event and it brings world-class players. It's not a quote unquote tune up for the open, but it's a tune up for the open. Like who cares if you get everybody at the same two events, then you're going to get the same players, same level of competition in theory. So I think it's a, it's a wonderful event. And the Renaissance is a really cool, cool looking course. Um, if you've never, if you've never, if you've never watched British golf, um, sorry scottish golf Oof. Oof. Uh, but one of, my, one of my best buddies is, is from from, from yeah. back in the day is from Scotland he actually texted me the other day a picture he was in somebody's backyard that had their own putting green he's like happy fourth buddy i'm like Ugh. anyway <laughs> if you've ever watched uh, uh, golf overseas tune in it's it, it's 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 beautiful and i think the best part about it is i kind of i kind of like listening to the sky news guys the, you know, we are going to get some more Nick Faldo over the next few weeks, uh, yes. and then Trevor Immelman's going to step in. Which the dulcet tones of Trevor—I'm—I'm—I'm—I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. <laughs> um, I like me some Trevor. But it's a fun week for golf, and I do think coming on the heels of all the live, all the mm-hmm. nonsense, it just fades away because it's pretty cool over there. I mean, did you see the practice round picture that JT and Jordan Spieth and Ricky put out?
2: I didn't see there specifically. I've seen other pictures of the course and it looks, it's it looks to be in great shape, but I didn't see there specifically. No,
0: there was, the, they posted that picture and I think it's cool because the backstory is the spring break from 10 years ago when they were all there or whatever it was, yeah. but somebody took it and turned it into my favorite meme in a long time. And, or they didn't even take, they didn't even turn it into a meme. They just commented and they just said, it's incredible what the things that make a wish foundation can do happy day to you, Ricky. And it was like, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I, I I would like to think I'd like to think that Ricky Fowler is been around long enough, has thick enough skin that that came across. He might just kind of chuckle at it, might bristle at it and put it on on his locker room. You know, it's locker room material for him to be like, fuck you. Like I'm Ricky Fowler. I'm, I'm one of the players. You know, he doesn't have status anywhere right now, but, um, I thought that was funny and cute. So speaking yes. of cute, let's oh, get you. into it. Let's get into it. Do you, <laughs> are, do you have your notes ready? Are you ready to, are you ready to navigate the, uh, and now I think why people will understand people, the people, all 17 the people on my post when I said F it, we'll do it live. It wasn't just cause we were going over or going live at eight. It was also because we're going to have to go through this live together.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I got it pulled up right here and you're right. This, this, um, I'm just shocked. I'm just shocked that I'm real quick. Moving forward, moving forward.
0: If you see if you see anybody in the 10K range that makes you go, huh?
2: Pause. Pause. Yes, I should have known, Uh, but but because we had the open coming up, and I I figured this is just a week off. I'm glad, you go squir- go I'm glad off. you squirm
0: because I'm going to be – I'm going to be. A, I'm gonna actually tell – I texted him before and I'm like, listen, dude, I haven't de- done anything. Can I just cheat off your notes? And he's like, sure thing, <laughs> man. And he shows up with notes for the Barbasol. And that's why I was like, well, I – I mean, I downloaded the DK, guys. All right, let's get into it. Um, yeah,
2: that's when you blame the person you cheated off of for why you failed, right?
0: <laughs> so f- coming off last year, Minwoo Lee, Sunday 64, got into a playoff. Yes. And one of the guys in that playoff was Matt Fitzpatrick. Matt Fitzpatrick coming off of – it, I, I used to be the, you know, oh, it's hard to back to back. And then Scotty Scheffler came along and reminded us that when and JT Poston came along last week and remind us when you're good, you're good. And the fact that yeah. Matty Fitzpatrick coming off of um coming off a U.S. Open, a major victory, two weeks off a place where he was he was runner up last year. The fact that he's at 10 one to me is almost like. I wonder if I wonder if DraftKings knows something we don't in the sense that they're trying to bait people there because I would I would have thought that Matty Fitzpatrick would be that 11k guy. Granted John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler, number 1 in the world, number 2 in the world, you know, guys mm-hmm. that anytime they tee it up and I think you statistically statistically you can't beat John Rahm and Scotty Scheffler is number 1 in the world. Justin Thomas is probably I would say like I don't care what the world rankings say. I feel like he's knocking every week right now.
2: Um, And he's he's impressive for this setup this week, too. Right. So
0: so why don't you I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, gut tells me if you're going to go anywhere in the 10K range to go with Matty Fitzpatrick for all the reasons I just gave. Uh, That's the only kind of logical stuff that I can go through. But what do you got in the 10K range?
2: Yeah, let me quickly pull up ownership because that's going to make the difference for me between. While you
0: while you pull that up, I'm going to remind the folks. Last week, uh, your boy Andrew brought home the real Mister Mallard. Brought home 623 DK points, and uh, this yeah. buds this buds for you. Clocked in at 453. Lucas Glover bit us both, and then um, Lanto Griffin. You have now taken over Brendan Todd's spot in my heart.
2: Um, yeah, Lucas Glover ruined my six for six. If Lucas Glover had just made the cut. We would have been talking about possibly another takedown. That's how if, close I was to the top. I think my final position 73rd. was. 73rd. Yeah, and that was with one missing the cut. So what what could have been, but that's the nature of the game. Right? Ifs, and,
0: ifs and buts, Andrew. Ifs and exactly. buts. Talk, to me, talk exactly. to me about 10K and above.
2: Yeah, yeah. So uh, Fitzpatrick, as far as 10K and above, makes perfect sense to me. He's 3% less than uh, JT. JT is actually the highest own, percentage owned uh, projected I that, owned, I, I should
0: say. I would, I would be, I wish there was a social scientist who could do this for me because I would love to find out if that 3% is represented
2: sh- sheerly by American bias because I think it is. Yes.
0: Which is uh, okay. It, I mean, it's one of those things.
2: It might be. It might be, but that's where you can find the edge. I'm fine. I would love Matthew Fitzpatrick. Oh, JT's the, my guy. Yeah. Well, and that's fine. Like, I think JT's going to be good, but I think you're right on. Matthew Fitzpatrick lines up perfect here. He's, he's, we're talking about riding the heater. Fitzpatrick would be one of those guys right now um, and 14% ownership. At the lowest of the 10K range, it lines up perfectly. It allows you to get someone who is severely underowned in the upper 8K range, who is a ball striker at heart, Mr. Sung J. M. Uh, at only nine percent projected ownership right now, at 8,700, seems like a fantastic pairing to start it off with between M and Fitzpatrick. If you ask me. So you're skipping right over the nine nine K range. I might come back there once I. Play out the rest of my lineup, but I'm just saying that my gut first when I'm looking through the the ownership and the rankings, Sung JM and Fitzpatrick just make a lot of sense to me with what you're going to need on this course.
0: It makes sense. I'm I'm going to go much more with my gut on this, and I would say if I'm going to come down to that to that 8K range, I'm looking more. There's a name and a guy in and, and I think Fairway Jesus is going to look at the next 2 weeks as an opportunity to maybe get back in some I'm I'm dead serious. It's one of those things you talk about strokes gain home life. He doesn't have status yep. on the PGA Tour. Um I don't know what his status is on the DP World Tour. There's going to be this void of I don't know, British golf. He you know, Paul Casey going to live is is bigger mm-hmm. than just you know, the DP world tour, there's Ryder cup ramifications. There's all sorts of stuff. Cause he was a lock to be a captain probably in the next 20 years. I think, I think Paul Casey Ian Poulter, both locks now. I I won't say never because they're both in their forties. And let's be honest, like 20 years from now, we might look back at this and be like, man, fucking water under the bridge over the (laughs) dam, wherever the hell the water goes. But it's, you know, speaking to that kind of strokes gained home life, Tommy Fleetwood is on my radar again, being over there. But I think Victor, Tommy, those are the two guys, Victor Hovland and Tommy Fleetwood, I just think are, are, are two names in the 8K range where they might rise this week. The two sleepers for me in that 8K, C. Young. I'm just waiting for something big to happen to C. Young this year. And then Billy Ho. I, I talked about him where I was a Gator hater before sure. today. I'm still a Gator hater. I'm just like a Billy lover now. <laughs> um and what and I think I said it a couple of weeks ago with Rory, I was like, listen, these guys are, they are at that level where a little extra motivation helps or sometimes that's what they need. Or, you know, a jolt of energy complacency sure. might not be necessarily the word they might be professionally all there, but they hit a plateau somewhere. Some, you know, there's something that even like swing coach, it's not the swing. The swing's great. I'm scoring, I'm doing this, but something's not clicking and God knows whatever it is, Tom Brady still plays the nobody believed in us card. It's like, yeah, Tom. Okay. I, I think, I I think after Golden State won, the, after Golden State won, Clay Thompson, they're all like, nobody believed in us. I'm like, you were literally the fourth favorite to win last year. <laughs> Shut <laughs> your mouth. Yeah, there's my dog. So, in the 8K range, if you're going to go there, if you got to pick some, some people up, because I'm not sold, I got to still settle my lineup before we put them out there, but we're going to have to put them out early because we'll put them out before tomorrow night uh, because we got an early uh, tea called. time. It's one it a.m. It always catches one, me
2: when they're overseas. One a.m. Thursday, so we got to get them in tomorrow night. So and make sure to set your lineups, too. Don't forget.
0: Yeah, seriously. All, all <laughs> services brought to you by our intern. The but the nine k range has got a couple of names. Um, actually, the nine k range to me is incredibly tasty. For mm-hmm. so many reasons, top to bottom. Xander Shoffley just won. We talk about people in yep. re- in recent form. Patrick Cantlay has been knocking on the door recently. I I swear to God, when he took when he took a dump the other Sunday and literally like <laughs> chunked, he chunked one of his his tee shot on a par three that he chunked in the water like a buck twenty, and he just chunked it straight in the water. That was yeah. my opening tee shot at my your qualifier. That's literally the shot that I hit. <laughs> Like what's going on? And so he, he does that. But you that. know
2: this, this party that loves to watch a pro make a mistake like the rest of us like that. I freaking love it. I relish it. it.
0: It's just um, <laughs> any shank I love. But Patrick Cantley did that. I thought he was actually piecing out. I thought mentally he checked out. No, he had a bad round. But I remember, you, it, I remember you saying good. that. Colin Morikawa. I think we're forgetting that Colin Morikawa is the defending Open champion. He is the champion golfer of the year currently. Will Zalatoris. Yeah. I'm I am betting Will Wait. next week. 100% I'm putting him yeah. in my lineup. I don't care how chalky he is. I'm putting Will Zalatoris out there. Sam Burns is the next up and comer uh in the PGA Tour. He's won what? Like 3 times in the last year, year and a half. And then you got yeah, Cameron yeah. Smith and Hideki Matsuyama, both pro, you know, top pedigree pedigree guys. So in the 9k range is juicy. You 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 it's tempting to it's tempting to try to overload there in the 9k and then try to find sure. some sleepers in that 6 and 7k. Uh, I don't, but I'm not, above, I'm not, I'm not above, I'm not above making questionable judgments, Andrew.
2: Look, I don't hate that strategy. I'm, I'm, I'm usually for a fade the top and, and play the, um the majority of the middle kind of, kind of player when it comes to this. So I don't, I don't hate that strategy at all, especially when there are guys in the AK ranks that are like, like we talked about Billy Horschel, uh, Corey Connors is there too. I think he, he lines up decently this week. Uh, someone else would be, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I was saying yeah. I was
2: laughing. Oh, you said, yeah. <laughs>
1: okay.
2: Yeah. So like this guy, this guy's running. And then I mean, still, you even get down into the seven k range. And there's some names down there too that have been hot plays. Like uh, uh, especially when we're talking ball strikers, like Mito Pereira, who is showing up. He's down there at only seventy seven hundred this week. He's probably going to be chalky because he's been a chalky name every time he's been low enough price. But he does line up well for his ball striking abilities. Um, and plus, you got some some guys. Mark, who Mark are you-
0: Leishman at seventy six hundred.
2: I was, it's exactly who I was just about to say. I was like, you got a guy who's used to playing that Scottish, that European style of golf, and he's down there. Look, he hasn't had a great year. I get it. But what these guys, I think you always say strokes gain home life. When these guys go back to familiar areas, you got to factor it in. I do not hate Mark Leishman down there at 7,600. I'm just going to look right now. I guarantee you he's going to be, oops, if I can spell his name right, 3% projected ownership.
0: Yeah. Um. Don't, don't 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 slip on, don't sleep on Christian. Oh, uh, you know what? Real quick, I'm going to go back up to that 9K and say, if I'm going to plant my flag anywhere, uh, it's going to be with my wife's crush, Colin Morikawa. She uh, she thinks he's adorable. I don't disagree. I think he's adorable as well. But uh, Colin Morikawa would be a guy. And then I, I'm saying Cam Smith, and yep. mostly because mostly because his short game, his hands and his short game are second to none, and they're they're in form right now. So he's another one of those guys I just have – those are total gut checks. But skipping back down to 7K like you were talking about, Mito, Mito, Omito, Omito. I hope he does well. But Mido right O-Mido. next to him is another guy, ball striker who earlier this year we talked about during the Florida swing as a ball striker. And he's, yeah. sne- he's sneaky. And I've got a gut – I've got, just got a gut feeling about him Is Keith Mitchell. Um, okay. You know, he's not just, – just because – just because I associate ball striking with him, I've got my Georgia bias – uh, but that's what I wanted to see what your what your fancy schmancy fantasy national golf club model actually I'm not even talking down about it. Shouts to the boys and girls of fantasy national. Well, I mean, but um, I'm missing Keith Mitchell. Oh, there. I you. Sorry. love that. I, I, I love <laughs> it. Where that that sounds good. That's what I wanted to hear. First, fresh out the gate, I'm like, hey, what's the model <laughs> on Keith Mitchell? Shit, is he is he
1: playing? No, no. I game?
2: just I just happened to look right over him and I yeah I couldn't find him for a second. But that was user error. Nothing to do with uh, how he should um, play out this week. So look, he, uh, he comes in, uh, yeah, it's not bad. Look, he, he's finishing. Uh, oh, I shouldn't say finishing. He's ranked. Um, let's see, where's a ball strike 40th in ball striking, um, strokes gained approach. Uh, he's 76th in strokes gained approach. Uh, he's a good putter though at 22 in the field, 30th in DK points. So he has the ability to, to make birdies and to score the points you need to avoid the bogeys. Um, so Heath Mitchell could be a potential safe play at 7,800, dare I say, a low owned safe play because he, he's, he, and I say safe because of style of play, not because he's safe to do well, but his style of play should translate well for this week in this field.
1: And My I'm going to tell you right like now you.
2: what his, uh, he's coming in about 8% ownership projected. Yeah.
0: So, um, Yeah, that's, you know, careful your bulldog is showing, but yeah, that's, that's where my (laughs) allegiance is going to, because also I think that, um, again, he's won before. And if you have to throw somebody down there, I would even go cheaper in the 7k range. I think there's a lot more value. Harold Varner, the third's a guy who down there just because of recent I say recent form he's been on some leaderboards he did win on the DP World Tour earlier this year with that magnificent eagle on the 72nd from just off the green uh but even Mav McNeely after coming up short last week down there 7400 a ball striker a guy who's in good form and you know he's hungry so and then then obviously Minwoo Lee you know you can't you can't sleep on the defending champ does not check a lot of the boxes stats wise but Mm -hmm. we've talked about it before these you know when you get to this level all it takes is something to click. You hear these stories about people who've been struggling, 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 and they'll say like, yeah, I don't know. I talked to Brad Faxon for five minutes on the putting green and he gave me one tip and now I won. I mean, that's literally all it takes and that's the margin of error for these guys. So uh, don't, don't, don't sleep on Min Woo down there in the 7K range. But do you have yep. anything that you actually like or it caught your attention down in seven or six?
2: So someone who catches my attention in the six, 6K Ooh. range, I'm going to tell Welcome you right here's. now. Um, under 5% projected ownership right now. If uh, you say I'm Luke gonna, Donald, I'm hanging up. It's not Luke Donald. <laughs> no, no, but here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you he's ranked ninth in strokes game approach. He's ranked 15th in strokes game ball striking, um, and he's ranked top 30 in tee to green. Uh, where he does fall off, unfortunately, is a short game and his putting, which is pretty horrendous in the field. But is all, that putting is something that you can just – you have one week, I, where you just feel it.
0: You're, you're preaching. You're preaching. That's my that's my whole theory strong.
2: on on putting. It's so much more. It's so much harder to be consistent with that approach and short um, ball striking than it is with the putter. So, if I'm going to take a chance, someone down here, 6600, Antoine Rosner, I'll take a shot why with not? him. Why not? Why not? If Chris Goderup could do it for us last week, why can't Antoine Rosner do it for us this week? So my my uh, what's it called? My value. Bargain play of the week this week is going to be Antoine Roseman.
0: All right, I respect it. Um, mine's actually going to be Luke Donald if I've got to throw some money down the six K range. Dude. I thought you were going
2: to yell at me because you said never will you play him, but no, it's because you were holding on to him for yourself.
0: Well, basically because he, he, while his ball striking is streaky, he is not. He is top ten in strokes gained approach. He, you know, he is in the green tee to green, so to speak, and he's top fifty in strokes gained uh, short game. And he's top. And he's fifteenth and around the green. So,
2: how many, and round, a, how many rounds and do you have your your uh, your sample size set to on Fantasy National? Just ask him. And
0: so he, um, <laughs> so he he is my value at sixty four hundred. That if I have to go down there digging, also he's a former world number one, he and is. he's another one of those guys who I think with this Paul Casey, with Ian Poulter, with some of these guys going to live and jumping ship there's going to be some of these you know UK guys who step up and say wait a minute like we still we still believe in the DP World Tour and the PGA Tour and you're just trying to double dip and that's what that's that was another thing that kind of uh, my boy Knox was saying is like dude you're just double dipping if you want to peace out for the money go for the money mm-hmm. so luke donald is my value play this week he's the long shot okay. and i do think that um, just probably like we say local 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 if you can shop local, buy local.
2: I don't um, agree myself on Luke Donald, but <laughs> but this is why we compete against each other every week because it's fun. We don't have to agree every time.
0: Right. By the so way, here, the week that here's, here's the week a that fun you, The week that you bounced, I did have. I, I did have. You had a great week. week. <laughs> I had a great week. I had a really good week that week. You did. But you know what? you know what? That's what I needed. That I needed. That was the good practice round that I had to have before I went out to, in, into live competition and got smacked down. So we're, we're back at so, it. It's called so scar gotta, tissue.
2: So because we love side bets here,
0: I got a okay. fun one for you
2: right here. Okay. because okay. This one, it just happened to be when I was start, cause I had to find, try to find. Cause, we're, cause,
0: cause we're, <laughs> we're, we're, squ- we're square on Corey Connors, right?
2: I, I think we ended up square it up. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. Cause I think I covered, I co- I think we, we squared yes, up. At, yes. Yes. We, yes, squared, we squared up. There. Yes. You're right. That's we right. Yes, that's so, all so, so square there.
2: Yes. So, um, a
0: Lannister pays
2: his debts. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna, yes, you do. I'm going to say that Jamie Donaldson finishes better than Luke Donald this week. 6,200, 6,200 Jamie Donaldson
0: Head to head 62 Jamie Donaldson and Luke Donald on a head to head.
2: Yes, yeah, sure.
0: I'll, I'll, throw, I'll throw my money to Luke Donald. The, nor- right. the, the, nor- the northwestern alum uh, uh, is has seasoned again. I think this is one of those where you might you might be texting me Friday afternoon and be like, "Who the fuck is Luke Donald again?" Because I, I think I think his his greatness predates your interest in golf. So I'm okay with all this bet.
2: Here, oh pff, no no no! I know how good Luke <laughs> Donald used to be. That's that's why I'm betting against him, because the keyword there is used to be. But here's what I'm gonna do. We're gonna make a quick TikTok right. live here because we're gonna put this side bet out of the TikTok universe because I got everything up at my eye level now. My phone, you know, conveniently sits right there too. So we're gonna go like this. We're gonna go ahead and say the side bet for divots and pivots this week between real Mr. Mallet and this Bud's view, Mr. Bud Copeland, is gonna be that I say Jamie Donaldson finishes better than Luke Donald in DK points at the, Scottish, the Genesis Scottish Open this week. Is that the proper – is the Genesis Scottish Open? It's East- the Genesis
0: Bronx? Scottish Open, yes. Okay. The Gen- Genesis Scottish Open. Um, so and ready- I think to- I think Jamie Donaldson is an AI bot that they just created and put in there. I don't think
2: it's personal. <laughs> we'll see. Jamie Donaldson and Luke Donald, comment on this TikTok. Let us know who you got. Real Mr. Maryland, Jamie Donaldson, this bud's for you, Luke Donald. So we're going to post that to TikTok. We're going to have some fun. Look – we're ended, hitting the end of the show here. What well, we really want to, get, we're going to start putting on some fun content for you guys, whether you're listening, <laughs> watching, stuff like that. We're gonna we're gonna be more active on TikTok. We're gonna be more active on YouTube. We keep saying it, we are going to hit the golf course together this summer, and oh, we, we have to. It's, it's already. I just. It's already July. <laughs> we got. And I in mean, New England, listen, listen, New we, England we, standards we for family, golf. We families. I know, uh, but New England standards for golf, like we're getting into it now. We we got to get some rounds in the two of us. We're gonna start running time, out of time real fast, so preach, preach. we're gonna put some fun content on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, wherever all of our accounts. So get out there, make sure you're looking for it. We got a couple minutes left here, so was there anybody else you wanted to touch on on the Scottish Open before we kind of do our our closing stuff here?
0: No, actually, I think the 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 most pressing issue of the day is the the Jordan Spieth disqualification. I don't know if you saw this. Yeah. He got, yeah. he, he, got, he got DQ'd from the pro-am that he is playing in over there, that Tiger's playing in, that everybody's like, oh my yes. God, Tiger's back, Tiger's back. He's limping. <laughs> is he going to play? Is he not going to play? It's like, God, really, like, put, put, put a pin in it. Uh, but and I thought it was the hilarious. Pro, the I guess. pro-am's at
2: the manor, right?
0: Yeah. and, at the manor? and I guess, Yeah. I guess the um, it is a pro-am. And so he, and it is a team event. So he just picked up his ball on a, when, when, when he thought the score didn't add for the team, he forgot that there's like an individual competition for the the pros in the field. And so yeah. I, I, what I love is I think it was either the DP world tour or um, whoever's hosting the pro-am just tweeted it out. Cause uh, it was the Jordan Spieth tracker on Twitter would like made a comment about it. It was like breaking news, Jordan DQ. And the picture is just him like smiling, like shaking hands with people. I thought it was an <laughs> onion article. Um, and I actually think that a guy like a guy like Jordan Spes can have fun with it he's got yeah. to uh, it's, it's, there's a new wave coming into professional golf in terms of leadership in terms of talent in terms of stewardship. Um, I think we're seeing kind of the party I think Phil just Phil, in the same way that Greg Norman kind of just faded off from the the spotlight in the nineties after his, after his downfall, I say his downfall after his choking at at, at the masters, but he did, he kind of went off. He did his thing. He made his hundreds of millions of dollars. He did his winery thing. He married Chris Everett. He got divorced. He did his whole bit. And I think Phil doesn't want to be a quote unquote steward of the game. I don't think that he necessarily, I'm not saying he's anti God knows he's probably grown the game more than anybody that we can imagine. But long-term he wants to, he wants to be the business guy and play here and play in the majors and just be this. He doesn't want to be an elder Statesman. He wants sure. to be the, he wants to be the alumni you always invite back to the tailgate. And the problem with that is I think what he's understanding is the crowd has changed back at the tailgate and he's going to have some fences <laughs> to mend, which he will. And then, yeah. you know, he, 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 he is, he's golf royalty and he's not banished yes. yet. But um this new wave is fun and watch them this week. There's gonna be a lot of good young talent over there, and uh it, it it look for us all to kind of turn the page pretty quickly. I think I think that live is gonna we're gonna live and let live die.
2: Oof. And uh, oh, uh I love it. Uh, that's that's a tweet right there. Get it out and, there. And
0: just one final <laughs> remind one final reminder: it is the Scottish Open. Yes. So they so are man. way ahead of us. Get your lineups in tomorrow night. And yes. um, don't don't sleep on Luke Donald unless you are Luke Donald's partner and he
2: asks you to. Or unless you are me and you prefer someone named Jamie Donaldson. <laughs> All right, kiddo. Uh, let's but anyway. let, let, let's, let's,
0: wrap, let's wrap this up. Take us home. Um, thanks to you, thank you one more time to Piper and in the clutch. And yes. as always, my friends at belly up for letting me crash your party every week. And last thing, this was the fantasy national, this is the Portland Sea Dogs. See what I was talking about with their logo? Yes. The little moose yep. there.
2: Yeah. Right. looks just like the studio. fantasy national logo. Are they connected? I don't know. Illuminati who knows? We'll see. <laughs> but Piper golf as always. Yes. Uh, shout out to Piper golf. Uh, the, the hat for the winner, Scott Masterson from our live event is on its way. Uh, so that is wrapped up and done. Uh, but like I said, we will hold other giveaways in the future. So keep an eye out for those. Uh, so another huge shout out to Piper golf, uh, in the clutch, we'll do something soon with them as well. Um, yeah, we're looking to just have some fun and, and make some friends out here. So thank you for joining us again live. You can catch us tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. That's Wednesday, hey, 10 live. a.m. Well, we're live right now, yeah. <laughs> you can catch us every Wednesday morning, 10 a.m. on BellyUp.TV and on Twitter at Divots and Pivots uh, and at Belly Up Media, um You'll catch us there for our, the rerun of the show and on all of our devices. So keep an eye out for that. And at noon every Wednesday is when it will hit all the podcasts. So everywhere you can find all your podcasts, your Spotify's, your iHeartRadio, all of those. So check it out. Save it. Like it. Subscribe it. Whatever you're looking at. Give us some love. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Have a fantastic week. And make sure to get your lineups in early tomorrow night as I try to search for the outro. <laughs>